This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the Network, presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G with you on a... We'll get to line movement week 10 in the NFL coming up, and we'll touch on, uh, of course, our lightning bets. And our guy Ian McDonald from CRG Futures, he will join us talk futures across all sports and the NFL in about four minutes. Right now, though, let's go out to the guest line. One of our favorite guests joining us right now from BetMGM, Jason Scott. He's the lead trader there. He's joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Jason, welcome back to the show. Excited to chat. Uh, the Josh Allen injury certainly has uh, thrown the MVP discussion into a little bit of a, uh, a flux here. What have you seen since Sunday? Allen did not play well, Bills lose, and now there's the specter of an injury, which could be serious. We're not sure yet for Josh Allen. Uh, seeing on BetMGM almost three co-favorites. I think Mahomes is slightly ahead of Allen and, and Hurts. What are you seeing in terms of the market and, and what kind of bets are coming in with the MVP right now? Yeah, look, it's an interesting one. It was almost the perfect storm, wasn't it, with uh, Mahomes having such a good game and Allen getting injured and losing. Uh, Allen was plus 110 this time last week. He's out to plus 250, Mahomes into plus 225. We've seen a lot of money for Mahomes in the last 48 hours, not that much for Hertz. Uh, Hertz is actually a worse result for us. We did take some decent-sized bets with him, sort of at 8 or 10 to 1, when they'd won sort of three or four games. Uh, right now, Allen's a good result for us, so I hope he doesn't get out too far and we don't we don't get inundated. Uh, what are some of the other tentacles this uh, potentially hits when you're talking about one of the premier quarterbacks in the game, not just the MVP, um, all the futures, divisions, and maybe ma- maybe makes room for a team to miss to make the playoffs if, if he's out for a number of games? Like, what's the checklist that you guys have when a player like Allen? Um, if, if you get some bad injury news out of Buffalo. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it will depend. The, the the thing is, they are 6-2. and two. They look like they're going to make the playoffs. You know, they, they, they'll win enough games without him to, to get into the playoffs. Uh, then it's a matter of whether he's fit. I mean, if they're not going to get the number one seed, um, you know, they're, they're more than capable of going on. It's a similar sort of run that both the Bengals and the, and the um, Rams did last year. So we need to watch that. We certainly need to watch in a division that's, you know, really a really strong division. There is a chance that a Miami or even a, even a, even the Jets can continue to win and, and win the division. Uh, then then there's the obvious, there's the conferences and the, the exactors that you were speaking of. So it's it's significant. The advantage we've got is right now none of our customers have much, no much more than we do. We're all at the behest. Um, if he is badly injured, the money usually comes about half an hour before it's announced publicly. 
So let's go to that idea. We're going to find out in the next day or so how bad this Josh Allen injury is. If it's significant, let, let's just go worst-case scenario. He has a significant elbow injury. He's out for the season. What do you anticipate in terms of what the, what the odds could look like tomorrow in terms of the AFC East? Do you believe an Allen injury would make the Dolphins the favorite? Would it be close to a pick em? Like, How does Allen out, if it's a long-term thing, affect this division in terms of the way you would kind of stack it up? Yeah, I mean, realistically, if Allen's out for a long term, they're probably the third favorite. You know, the Jets and the Dolphins have both got six wins already. They've got six wins. They've played one less game, so they have one less loss. So we saw what happened with the Dolphins when Tua was injured. We've seen it. Tua was injured. We've seen it elsewhere. I I struggle to believe they would they would would still be favorite in the division. I mean, even the Patriots are five and four. I mean, no one thinks they can keep winning, but. Um, you know, it's, it is the most competitive and best division in football. So, so a significant injury to the player who's the best player in football. You know, he's plus one ten after seven weeks of the the MVP. It, it will make a huge difference in terms of numbers. Uh, we haven't quantified it because it's a big difference whether it's a three week injury or if it turns out to be an eight or ten week injury. Sure. Uh, week ten early action. Uh, some of your respected batters. Where did they come in on? It's been a funny week. We haven't seen, we haven't seen the huge volumes that we were seeing, that we have seen in other weeks. I think, I think we get to that stage of the season where, frankly, the the pricing is better because we've got more data points, uh, and also the, the we're also at that stage of the year where injuries are so significant that that there's so many people being waited on. So we haven't been we haven't been inundated like we like we regularly are. Jason Scott, VP of Trading for Betty and GM, joining us here. Jason, it's interesting the um, the offensive player of the year market. You know, Jalen Hurts has been near the top the entire time, although he's not the MVP favorite. And then a guy like Tyree Kill is having you know historically a, a great year at the wide receiver position. Um, what, what do you make of that market? Because you know, do we think it's going to be a quarterback wins the uh, MVP and then a different quarterback wins offensive player? Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting to watch those two markets simultaneously. It's funny you say that because I challenged my team upon this last week. Uh, we were $12 Josh Allen to win this. And I, a quick search from me told me we've had six players since 2010 win both the MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Five of them were quarterbacks. I think Adrian Peterson was the other one. Uh, the last one was Mahomes in 2018. I don't know what goes through the voters' heads when they're voting for this. Um, and it looked, I, my argument to my team was that you know $12 Josh Allen looks far too big. Uh, now that he's injured, it's it's probably right. Um, look, as a rule, I don't like awards because I don't like anything that's that's not controllable on the field. We've seen so much uh, confusion and scrutiny, just not in the NFL and NBA. Uh, and the offensive player of the year, in my eyes, is the most confusing of all because no one really understands the voting criteria. Yeah, um, I I agree a hundred percent. I it. I always bring it up that it feels like there's a lot of guessing because we don't know. We don't know what position is a thinking now. Well, since the MVP is always the best quarterback, do they try to give some love to another position? They did that last year, but Cup set all sorts of records. I, I thought it was pretty interesting that you guys, from what I looked at, you guys were the only book that had Hurts as the favorite for the offensive player of the year. Um, what, what made you say, okay, let's, let's go Hurts instead of Tyreek? Yeah, we're, we're probably looking more that the last couple of years the voting has changed in that they haven't been giving it straight to the MVP. Um, and and we're anticipating 
a better word is guessing, but I prefer to use anticipating. It sounds like we know more than what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. That they will follow that, follow that path. But yeah, look, your guess is as good as mine. The only, other one I hate is the winner of the year. Is the same thing. The criteria there is is very random. Yeah, that's the one I was going to bring up. It, it does feel random. Right? Does it doesn't feel like like what what is what constitutes a comeback player of the year story? They're all just like we just it's on a whim, right? Geno Smith versus Saquon Barkley versus Etienne. It, it doesn't yeah. seem like anything follows a specific pattern. I mean, Et- Etienne can't be the comeback player in my eyes because he hadn't played a game, like he didn't play at all last year. Geno Smith's clearly the most important coming back from you know Barclay McCaffrey coming back from injuries. Uh, Henry played most of last year, didn't he? Or he had a gap mid-season. I get mixed up. It was last year or the year before he had the bad injury. Um, it was you know, last year, but he came money. back in the playoffs. He was back in That's the playoffs right. last year. He already came That's back. Right. So, yeah, it's yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, look, I mean, in true terms, I would have thought Saquon's entitled to be much shorter than what he is. But Geno Smith's minus 135 plus 140 Saquon. You can argue whether Geno's improved or coming back. Uh, let's hit on some college football because we saw some of the top teams go down over the weekend, and and I'm wondering what sort of adjustment that you guys made there. How much do you pay attention to the show when they have the rankings out and, and what sort of adjustments? It, it kind of feels, Jason, tell me if I'm wrong, that maybe the door is opened up for some of these conferences we aren't spending as much time talking about. Yeah, I mean, i got to apologise. I was on this show two weeks ago and said I can't see a pathway that TCU can possibly make the playoffs. But with with Clemson losing, Tennessee getting destroyed, and Bama losing, well, all of a sudden a team like TCU, if they win out, they have to be some chance to, to make the playoffs. Look, we do have to take into consideration the polls and, and the whatever because our customers do. So if we if we completely ignore what we see there, I mean, we didn't think Tennessee should be number two going after going into the last week, but we saw we saw we were inundated with money both futures. It was the biggest hand we'd had for any college game this year, and Tennessee was our biggest liability of any college game this year. So despite the fact the line moved from sort of eight to nine and a half late, and the big betters all wanted to be on Georgia, the amount of money from the public and recreational betters on Tennessee was huge. And I'm sure the poll had, had something to do with that. So, yeah, we certainly take into all of those considerations. I mean, it's, it was a great fluid weekend, wasn't it? It was. It was a great college weekend. Uh, Jason, in terms of college, where is the liability for you guys now? Which teams are the ones that you saw a lot of tickets on? I mean, when Alabama's down, it feels like it throws the whole thing into a tizzy because that's always the team we talk about to start season. So Alabama likely out of this picture now. Who does it um, – put the liability on for you guys we're actually in a pretty good spot in terms of if, if, if the expected happens uh but really bad our worst result is usc and tennessee will be our second worst result so they're pretty big odds uh michigan michigan is break even ohio state's a small winner georgia's quite a solid winner so um and you know it's bama um well, i can't see they've got a pathway to the playoffs now either so uh, they're a small winner as well. We find in the college football, most of the bets we're taking are speculative. I assume it's um, people betting their old alma mater, taking the 50s, 100s, 200s, 500s. Uh, so our book's pretty solid there. Uh, Jason, you guys got a lot of exposure with that better in Colorado that hit uh, Houston Astros over Philadelphia Phillies many, many months ago that was placed. Uh, big yeah. cash for him. Obviously, uh, a bad number. So... 
what what happens as a result? I'm, I'm sure exact outcomes you guys have been combing over, make sure no bad numbers are available. Did you have the option to cancel that bet since it was a bad number? Um, how does it how does it work with legalization? No, I, like perhaps we had the option. The thing is, when it when it was bet so far in advance, like we we're putting up over three and a half million markets a year. So so there are bad numbers. Uh, certainly in these sort of markets. I think we held $7 actually on that bet. That was the guy that got the publicity. I think he had the $5 on or whatever, $50 on, sorry, he had $55 or something we held. So there, there are markets with just the scale of what we're doing, mistakes get made. That was one that was made manually by one of my traders. Just have a quiet chat to him and say, you know, he's, he's pretty good usually. Um, we just wear those. It's kind of like self-insurance. A lot of them, there's a lot of bad numbers where we get money because they lose. <laughs> Jason, that happens. Great stuff. We appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon. Jason Scott, VP of Trading for BetMGM. He was on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Coming up next, we'll look at Week 10 line movement across the NFL right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.